Hello and welcome to the Restaurant Podcast, where we speak with chefs and restaurateurs from across the eating out sector on the key issues of the day. I'm Stephen Homker and today I'm joined by Celine Kaizen, co-founder of Aklava in Shoreditch and Aklava Bakery and Wine in Fitzrovia. Celine, thanks for speaking with me. You hit the headlines yesterday with the with the announcement that you're scrapping service charge at your restaurants. I mean, I gather that this is something that you have wanted to do for a while. So why have you decided to do it now? Yeah, it it is something that we wanted to do for many years. Um, but you know, it's yeah, as I sort of put in that statement, it's very hard to break the mold, obviously, and and we all go into this industry, and it's just part and parcel of it. From from my very first job to you know to then opening my own restaurant. And, and at the time when we did open the restaurant, you know, Laura and I um, discussed it um, a lot. Um, and, you know, even from then, we're, we're kind of very, yeah, sceptical about it. Um, didn't, especially didn't want to do the trunk system. So I think for, for us, we've, we've had an in-house kind of service trunk system. So we haven't actually run the trunk system ourselves. Um, uh, because we always felt like the service charge meant that everyone could have a more consistent wage, you know. Whereas um, at sort of Christmas time, obviously, when uh, there's there's a lot more trade, there's a lot more trunk available. But then, compared to January, there'll be a lot less trunk um, available. And so, in order for everyone to be able to manage their finances a lot better, we always felt it was better to do it in house. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, you know, this this uh, crisis has kind of really highlighted that and for, for many restaurants our friends in restaurants um the the trunk was a big problem um meaning that they didn't get you know the 80 percent they kind of uh, barely got they got sort of 50 percent of 80 percent um so it seems as though you know this crisis the way that we see it is that we have a blank page here so there's everything that was kind of pre-covid and then there's what can come afterwards and it's going to be incredibly difficult for every single restaurant and hospitality business. And, um, you know, this is it, it's a big risk to take, but just opening the doors is a big risk to take right now. And, and, it, and arguably, you know, I know some people will say maybe it's not the right time to do this, but actually I think it's the perfect time to do it because um, we need, we're learning a new normal in many ways. And uh, why can't this be, you know, the, the new normal for everyone? And I think you know, we also, we don't want to have judgment on others and we hope that others will join um, in time if they feel it's right for their business. But it is a very difficult choice to make and, and, and there, it is quite complicated and there's a lot of, the, you know, the finance and the background of it. I, I totally appreciate that and I think for, for, for bigger restaurant groups as well, it's, it's incredibly difficult. Um, but maybe slightly more straightforward for the kind of more independent restaurants um, and the best way for it to work is if everyone um, begins to get on board with it and then there will be a new normal and therefore there will kind of be no choice for customers but to, um, you know, they're not going to stop going out to every single restaurant because we're all um, not charging service charge anymore. I think it's a, it's a thing that um, I, I haven't come across anyone in hospitality who thinks the service charge system is is a great system and shouldn't go anywhere. You know, I think everyone has an issue with it and us putting out our statements and not only us, but obviously Hillens Rock and, and Leroy yesterday afternoon as well. The response has been incredible from the majority of people. Sure. Um, and, and, you know, and the, and the whole system of service, service charge, I, you know, if you went and asked five different people, 
you probably get five different answers. Um, and so it's very confusing for, for everyone who's in it, who, who works in hospitality and also for, for customers, you know, and it should just be, it should just be transparent. Um, and, you know, with other industries, you don't go and leave a tip for them doing their job well. You, you simply, you know, you pay what is owed on the presumption that staff are paid fairly already. Um, so, you know, we, we want hospitality to be on a level paying field and um, with all other careers and, uh, you know, and not relying on the goodwill of people paying a service charge hmm. is the way that we see it. And what's the reaction been amongst, amongst your team on, on this decision? They're, they're, they're really on board with it, you know. Um, I, think, I think they're proud. Um, and um, like I say, I, I think everyone has always found it, um, you know, very confusing. Um, and, and, and I think they're, they're proud that they're, they're working for us and, and, and that, we're, you know, we're one of the first ones to be doing this and kind of making this change. And, and um, you know, we, we want to start, like I said, with a, with a blank page and really take some of our, the, the beliefs that we have in things in hospitality that need to, to change and kind of put them forward. Mm. And is there, is there a kind of understanding that you, you will have to you have to pass this kind of cost on? So are you looking to, to, to raise many prices as, as a result of this? And if so, by, by how much? Yeah, so so we will we will have to raise um, menu prices. Um, I think I think that's the thing um, that kind of needed anyway. I think you know there's with uh, the high street kind of chain restaurant or whatever in particular, there's been you know sort of price wars for for many years, and everyone is constantly trying to keep at a kind of reasonable level. Yet we also want to be serving the best ingredients you know and and as it stands you know some fruit and vegetables cost more per kilo than some meat and fish because you're buying the absolute very best at the, at the peak of uh, it, it being a season and 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 obviously you know we've had brexit that's gone on as well that whole situation and so prices are just rising rising all the time and yet we're also trying to make it more and more affordable because you're scared of people not coming to you because they think you're expensive and and so I think that's kind of a factor in all of this as well and so you know we're not I still think that we're going to be a very uh, reasonable restaurant um, re reasonably priced restaurant and and for example um, at Shoreditch we're going to be doing um, two two set menus when we reopen for the time being we're not going to be doing any a la carte and um, one will be priced at £30 and one will be priced at £45 uh, and we'll also do a brunch menu on the weekend priced at £25 and um, and then there'll be you know other other things that they can add on obviously drinks and stuff as well but you know what you see there is what you get and I think that's still very reasonable and that's not to say you know I think that's going to be our opening price and, I, and uh, what we want to do is you know run for the next, you know, I guess three months or so, and then assess public confidence, see where we're at, and see how this is all working for us, how it's working for our customers, um, and then assess things again. And so, we're not we're not going in with a absolutely massive price hike um, initially. I think, uh, and that's not, you know, that's not what we ever want to do. We want to always be affordable um, and provide uh, and provide, you know, good value for money. And I, and I guess. One of the things with my style of cooking as well is that 
uh, with, um, I guess, I guess I, I tend to use, you know, prime cuts and things like that and or fish specials and things and get incredible stuff from some really incredible suppliers and it will kind of break my heart for a bit, but I'm not going to be using, you know, the finest turbot and prime ribs of beef and things like that um, for the time being. And, and, and my, the, the dishes that actually Oclava is famous for anyway, um, which which are going to be on the set menu, kind of our core dishes, are fairly um, the 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 cheaper ingredients, should we say, um, which are more process driven. But I, I believe that that's how I'll be able to kind of manage um, the the price to, to to start off with. Sure, because I mean, you mentioned you know you alluded to at the start that you know people, some people might argue that this is a is a, is a bad time to, mm. to to raise restaurant prices because uh, you know people are need to be encouraged back in back into restaurants. But I suppose mm. at the same point, there's no you know, if, if 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 the pandemic has shown anything, there's no point in reopening a restaurant if it's not in a you know a very sustainable model to to build yeah. on going yeah. forwards. Is, is there? No, absolutely, and and um, you know. <laughs> I think it's the way that I see it is where restaurants are going to go one way or another and I can only speak for hours and it's either going to work or it's not um, and there's a long road ahead um, until I guess we work that out um, or it might happen sooner than we think you know if we open the door then and there's really not a lot of trade then this this will be a matter of months um, so I'd rather do this and do something you know that I believe in um, and that we believe in, and if we're going to go down in a pool of flames anyway, then we might as well do it. You know, trying to do this, and and like you say, it's it we we restaurants need to be sustainable. And I would have had Oklahoma shortage for almost five years, and um, you know, as with many other restaurant operators, we've put heart and soul and passion and worked many years on 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 a craft. Um, and you and you do that because you have a love of hospitality and you put it before the bottom line in 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 many cases, and and that just can't be the case any longer because quite frankly I have nothing to show for it. You know, I, I have a, I have obviously my reputation, my customers, my followers, a brand that I've built, and I'm really grateful for that and I'm very proud of that. But in terms of you know financial reward, I have nothing to show for it, and I think that's not right, you know, to, to work on something for so long. And so I think it just needs to be, we just need to find um, a new normal. I think this is the time to do it. And um, and it's going to be a slow burn anyway. And, and, and I think customers are going to have to get used to a lot of things. And I believe that one of them is going to is going to be this, you know, service charge and, and higher prices and, and, and that whole situation. Sure. I mean, do you think, has, has this pandemic taught you maybe about other things that you that you think needs to change in the in in the industry going forwards. Yeah, um, you know, or, or I guess just sort of touching on the about um, again, I, I guess it goes into the, the the prices and what we spoke about. You know, the, the price wars and things like that. And I think you know, there's it's been building to this sort of boiling point. Um, especially in London, and I can only speak for London, I've only ever operated in London, um, where, you know, rents are very high. The, just the cost of, of running a restaurant um, is incredibly high and it keeps building and yet and yet we're trying to keep the prices reasonable all the time. 
um, and that means that we're just not, you know, we're constantly kind of going backwards, um, and and it's just not right. And, and I think this during lockdown, people have missed restaurants and hospitality and pubs and bars and whatnot, and so much. And and I really hope that um, yeah, I think that 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 is why this is the right time to make some of these changes is because if there's ever you know a time when customers are really going to want to support you it's now because they know that if they don't then you know your favorite little restaurant is going to sink um and there's other things i think um like no shows um you know to to do with reservations and things i think that's a big problem also um we initially um, I guess because we're doing this whole thing with the, with the, with the dropping the service charge, um, we'll be sticking to our normal um, taking card details for reservations of four and above. Um, but otherwise, we won't be doing it. We have considered it, and for now, we're not gonna we're not gonna sort of take card details for less or for or deposits. I have seen that many people are. There's a big part of me that sort of wants to, but what the approach that we're gonna take is we've kind of put kind of a bit more of an honest statement on our confirmation emails and our um, on our website sort of expressing you know how much it affects us basically if if um, if you don't show up for your reservation and so we'll try that approach um, initially and and like I say because we're because we're doing uh, we're, we're scrapping the service charge and I think there's a there's a little bit for also for people to get their heads around with the set menus at Shoreditch and also we're kind of doing something new at the bakery in the evenings and um, I kind of also don't want to bombard my customers with too many you know new things for them to deal with but I think that's a big issue that needs to be dealt with as well and you know if people are taking deposits and card details and whatnot I, I, I completely support that. Sure I mean I think I think maybe it, it's it's time for restaurants to get a bit tougher on on that on, on that aspect of the business because I think mean, they've been obviously too nice in many respects. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Traditionally, have have no shows been a problem for for you and and Aklava or or not? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, they've been they absolutely they've been a problem. Um, I think you know at both sites we were particularly small as well. You know, Shoreditch. I think we get a little a, um bit more of a walk-in trade there. Um, the the bakery, you know, in Fitzrovia, not so much. And even when it was Kaiseri, again, it's it's kind of there's not a lot going on around there in the evening. And so, if people are coming, they're very much coming um, to our restaurant. Um, so definitely, we've we, we've had problems around it. And we've we've um, at times we have taken card details for all bookings, um, and and we've kind of gone on and off doing that. I think over the years a few times. Um, but it does well obviously we can't know for sure but we we would end up then taking um off the the card details because uh we felt like we weren't getting enough bookings by doing that mm-hmm. um and so yeah it's a it's a definite it's a, it's another uh, tricky situation but like i say i think the the only reason that we're not sort of doing it off the bat is because we kind of just want to get people used to this initial um initial change or initial changes first and then and then see how we go and and also see you know i'm also hoping that 
maybe the the general public have kind of um, seen what's been going on with with hospitality businesses um, and what and what we've all been going through, and perhaps understand a little bit more about you know that that we really need them to show up. Um, so you know, I'm hopeful, but <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but I'm hopeful that maybe people will kind of change their attitudes on that a little bit as well. Sure. Well, Celine, thank you, thank you for taking time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. And <laughs> best of luck with the uh, with, with with the two restaurants. I hope. Um, well, I yeah, I hope this, the, the the reopening proves to be successful for the for the sector, and uh, there's no second spike, and and hopefully things can get back to some sort of normality at some point because uh, it's been a long time yeah. coming. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I keep saying I think let's prepare for the worst and hope for the best right and and uh, you know best of luck to everyone i think that was the restaurant podcast thanks for listening and join us again next time